Welcome back to Tears for Fears. I'm your host, Megan Schaup. You can find me on Twitter at Megs08DFS. And I know we have a lot of injury and COVID-related news to pay attention to this week, but I'm still super excited to go through week 15 tiers and find our core plays. And now you can use my tiers simulator on fanspeak.com to help you get lineup suggestions because it'll be built in with my core plays. So what are we going to do in this show? We're going to find our core plays in this show using Run the Sims because Run the Sims helps me make my tiers decisions. And then you can go over to fanspeak.com and check it out to figure out different lineup combinations that you like. I know I need to improve my combinations and and mixing up my core plays better. But before we get started, be sure to like this episode and of course, subscribe to the Mayo Media Network. So with that, we got a lot to get to. Let's get right to it. I know we usually look back before we look ahead, but I have another fun exercise. I've actually compiled the data through week 14 so we can take a cumulative look at tiers data so far and see if we can find edges. And right here, you can see that we're looking at the different positions and the ownership and seeing if there's a big differential you know, because they combine running back, wide receiver, and tight end. And there really isn't. You know, each week's kind of its own beast as to kind of who goes off and who you want to target and where you can gain leverage. So that's something where there isn't a huge leverage spot. But where there is leverage, I think, is in stacks. I've said from the very beginning, be open to stacks, but don't force stacks. And as you can see, these we're looking at the top 1% of lineups, data for the top 1% of lineups. Approximately 75% had just one or two team stacks. So that's something to keep in mind. Be open to it, but don't force it. And, you know, 41% just had one team stack. And as far as game stacks, 50% had zero game stacks of the top 1%. 38% did have one game, game, game stack, and then it went much lower from there. So you definitely don't want to force in a lot of game stacks. So that's something to keep in mind. Then we go over and look at the top 1% and sub 15% owned players. Well, as you can see, the average cumulative is 1.8 essentially. So essentially, if you're getting between one or two players less than 15% owned, I think you're really gaining an edge. Where are most of the top 1% finding them? As I mentioned, in tiers six, seven, and eight, it goes up, especially in tier eight, the most. So that those last three tiers is really where you want to be looking for those low-owned gems. With that, let's get into week 15. So first, a disclaimer. Obviously, if you guys have been watching any daily fantasy content on YouTube or reading any articles, you know there are a ton of injuries to monitor. There are a ton of COVID cases we need to monitor. So you'll see as we go tier by tier, there are a ton of Q tags, people that are already out. So we really have to monitor things right up till Sunday lock. And honestly, through the four o'clock, up until the four o'clock games to make sure there might not be any changes we need to make there. This is a week where you can have a lot of leverage just by paying attention all the way up through lock because there could be some late scratches. So I'm gonna do my very best today to give you the best news I can on a Thursday, but things could change. So what are we gonna do? I'm gonna give you an updated um, kind of favorite plays, core plays, in the YouTube comments on Saturday afternoon or evening and on Twitter. So that'll kind of be, you know, kind of my final look then. But hopefully this is a good starting point for you guys. So let's get right to it. In tier one, we have quarterbacks with Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford, and Aaron Rodgers. And just like last week, any of these guys would be a scary phase. So I'm going to have exposure to all of them. So I'm going to kind of 
give you a list of order of least exposure to most exposure. And I'm going to have the least exposure to Josh Allen with that injured ankle it makes me a little nervous that it takes away the running side of his game and I don't think he's going to need as much pushback in that game number three is going to be Matthew Stafford I do really like him in this game he just comes a little below the top two number two is Aaron Rodgers yes he's playing with this toe injury but he's playing out of his mind right now Um, and I think he's got an excellent matchup against a pass funnel with the Ravens And then number one is Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is my favorite play because he does have that rushing upside and could throw some, you know, two, three touchdowns in this game. So I think he definitely is the highest ceiling. So Kyler Murray is my tier one play. In tier two, we have Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Debo Samuel, Najee Harris, and George Kittle. And in this tier, I'm going to fade Harris and Samuel. Harris has a difficult matchup. I think it's going to be hard to find a ceiling here. And Samuel just hasn't been getting the targets, especially since Kittle's come back. So my core plays are Cup, Adams, and Kittle. And boy, is that hard because all three of these guys are just going nuts right now. But come on, let's keep it simple the guy with the highest ceiling and has proven to have the highest ceiling consistently all season is cooper cup so for that reason i'm not going to overthink it cooper cup is my tier two play and in tier three we have deontay johnson joe mixon cd lamb stefan diggs and ezekiel elliott and in this tier i'm really just going to fade elliott he clearly is playing injured and not getting his typical workload so my core plays are going to be johnson mixon lamb and diggs and i'm going to rotate through all of them but My favorite play is definitely Deontay Johnson. The Titans defense is a bit of a pass funnel, so I definitely think Deontay Johnson can have a ceiling performance here in a a big week, but he's also just consistently getting so many targets. So for that reason, again, I'm not overthinking it. Deontay Johnson is my tier three play. In a tier four, we have Cordero Patterson, Jamar Chase, Tyler Lockett, Aaron Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, and Amari Cooper. And then as you can see, Tyler Lockett is on the COVID-19 list and DeAndre Hopkins is out. With only four players left, I'm going to have exposure to all of them. I think Amari Cooper probably has the lowest floor. You know, Aaron Jones is very volatile. Cordero Patterson probably has the safest floor and Jamar Chase has the highest ceiling. So that's kind of how I'm looking at it. While I'll have exposure to all, I'd probably lean a little more to Patterson and Chase because of the floor and ceiling that they provide. But for this instance, I am going to chase the ceiling. Did you get the pun there? Anyways, we're going to have Jamar Chase as our tier four play. And in tier five, we're back to quarterbacks again with Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Tua Tungavailoa. And the only one I'm really fading is Hurts. You know, I'm never a fan of relying on Hurts to hit his ceiling when he relies so much on rushing, and now he has the ankle injury. We don't even know if he's been cleared to play, but I especially don't see him hitting his ceiling on a bum ankle. So my core plays are going to be Prescott, Burrow, Wilson, Garoppolo, and Tungvaloa. And my two favorites are probably Wilson and Dak. I know it's scary to go back to Dak, but I went over to run the Sims. I went to the rangefinder tool and he does have a much higher win rate. So while it's a little scary and while we're a little nervous, you know, is Dak playing injured? I think he has a great matchup here and Dak Prescott is my tier five play. 
In Tier 6, we have James Conner, T. Higgins, Jalen Waddle, D.K. Metcalf, Javante Williams, and Saquon Barkley. As you can see, Waddle is out on the COVID-19 list, and I'm really skeptical that Conner will be able to play coming off that injury from Monday night. I also really don't have interest in Barkley, so that really just leaves me with Higgins, Metcalf, and Williams. If for some reason Melvin Gordon is out, I will have a lot of interest in Javante Williams as one of my favorite plays. But since Lockett is now on the COVID-19 list, that easily makes DK Metcalf my tier six play. In tier seven, we have Mark Andrews, Brandon Cooks, Melvin Gordon III, Antonio Gibson, James Robinson, Devonta Smith, Brandon Ayuk, and Sony Michelle. And I really don't have any strong fades here. Obviously, if Henderson were to play for the Rams, I wouldn't be as interested in Michelle. Um, so, but I do have plays that I like a little bit more than others. And the plays I like the most, obviously, if Javante Williams was ruled out, I would then be very interested in Melvin Gordon. Um, but my two favorites probably are Mark Andrews and Brandon Cook. So I went over to run the Sims, go to the range finder tool. It is very close, but Brandon Cooks has a 55% win rate and he got a lot of targets last week and looked really good. So I'm going to go with Brandon Cooks as my tier seven play. Finally, in tier eight, we have Marquise Brown, Chase Claypool, Mike Gusecki, Russell Gage, Odell Beckham Jr., Julio Jones, Donta Foreman, and Rashad Penny. And obviously, Odell Beckham Jr. is on the COVID list and out. I have really no interest in Julio Jones, Foreman, or Penny. So that leaves me with core plays of Brown, Claypool, Gusecki, and Gage. My favorites are probably Claypool and Gusecki. Um, even Gage has been getting a much higher target share recently. Um, I think Claypool could be Claypool and Gage could be a little lower owned. And so again, we talked about earlier in this episode looking for those low owned gems. But the safer play, I think, is Mike Gasecki with Waddle out. I think Tua likes to throw underneath, and so that's a perfect fit here. So I'll say that Gasecki is my Tier 8 play, but if you're looking for some lower-owned pieces, especially here in Tier 8, I really do like Claypool and Gage. That'll do it for this week's Tears for Fears. What do you guys think of my lineup? Please let me know in the comments section, and let me know your favorite Tier 8 low-owned gem. With that, I have a lot of reminders for you. Please obviously be sure to like this episode, subscribe to the Mayo Media Network, check out Run the Sims to help make your tiers decisions, and then go over to fanspeak.com and check out the new tier simulator, which just basically has all these core plays in and can just rotate through and give you different lineup suggestions. Also, remember to check back here on Saturday evening and on my Twitter. I'll give updates after some more injury news of my favorite plays. So with that, let's go make some money and I'll see you back here next week. 